You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode is brought to you by Green Room. Green Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Hello, I'm Scott Cullen, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. In today's episode, we're going to look at the top 20 hitters, top 10 pitchers in the past four weeks. We'll dig deep on the waiver wire, injury updates, matchups, and DFS value plays for Wednesday. But first... Step step into the top twenty hitters with some. We get some honorable mentions, guys who have just been outside uh, the top twenty. And first up is Toronto second baseman Marcus Semyon. Over the past four weeks, six home runs, eighteen RBIs, twenty-two runs scored, a couple of stolen bases, hitting two fifty-five. And as I always remind, if we're doing this every four weeks, it's about one sixth of a major league season, a little bit less. Uh, so if you prorate Semyon's numbers there, you're looking at like a 36 home runs, 108 RBIs, 132 runs scored. So the fact that he's hitting 255 isn't such a big deal. He's, he's mastering the counting stats uh, otherwise. Uh, Miami right fielder Adam Duvall, eight home runs, 22 RBIs, 13 runs scored, three stolen bases, only hitting 232. Uh, but you're getting kind of prime home run power uh, out of Adam Duvall. Uh, that makes that work for him. Uh, San Diego third baseman Manny Machado uh, got off to a slow start this year, but he's he's been uh, turning it around. Uh, in the past four weeks, six home runs, 19 RBIs, 14 runs scored, a couple of stolen bases, and hitting 306, which uh, is a nice turnaround from what was a relatively slow start. Uh, Oakland third baseman Matt Chapman, another one, got off to a slow start. The past four weeks, six home runs, 21 RBIs, 17 runs scored, hitting 299. Uh, Chapman, the, the power... Uh, wasn't even there early in the season, but his batting average was a real liability, and uh, it appears on on both fronts uh, that he's coming around for Oakland. Uh, and one more of the honorable mentions is Houston first baseman Yuli Gurriel. Only three home runs uh, in the past four weeks, 14 RBIs, 18 runs scored, a stolen base, and 384 batting average. Well, Gurriel's uh, put up some pretty nice numbers uh, this season, uh, and the fact that you know you can get a a month long stretch where he's hitting 380, uh, that's uh, pretty useful. So now let's move in to our top 20. Uh, number 20 is Minnesota Twins DH, Nelson Cruz. Seven home runs, 18 RBIs, 10 runs scored. A stolen base and a 365 batting average. Now, obviously, we don't count on stolen bases out of Nelson Cruz. Uh, and the seven home runs is really not uh, any kind of uh, exaggeration of his uh, abilities. You can count on him for 40-plus pretty much uh, every season. But the 365 batting average uh, does, ele- does elevate him into uh, another level. Uh, number 19, uh, Atlanta Braves outfielder Ronald Acuna Jr. Only four home runs, 12 RBIs, which isn't great. 19 runs scored is pretty good. Eight stolen bases is uh, outstanding. Uh, and then a 256 batting average. And so uh, we've had Acuna Jr. for much of the season. He's been uh, near the top. Uh, but uh, over the past four weeks, that home run power is down a little bit and the batting average is down a little bit. And so uh, it speaks to the talent of Ronald Acuna Jr. that uh, we're talking about how disappointing he is <laughs> at 19th uh, over the past four weeks. At number 18, Houston Astros DH Jordan Alvarez uh, has six home runs, 22 RBIs, 20 runs scored, a stolen base hitting 272. Uh, really, the RBI and run production are, are outstanding uh, for Alvarez. Number 17, Colorado center fielder Rymel Tapia. And he doesn't have any home runs. But he has 11 RBIs, 24 runs scored, five stolen bases, hitting 365. 
Uh, Tapia, uh, it, this is basically the best version that you get of Rymel Tapia. When you pick him up, uh, and whether it's late in a draft or off waivers, you know you're not getting uh, a bunch of home run power, but he, he does hit at the top of the Colorado lineup so he can score runs, he steals bases, and goodness if he's going to hit 365 for you over a month, uh, that works too. Uh, number 16, uh, Atlanta Braves second baseman, Ozzie Albies. Uh, four home runs, 21 RBIs, 13 runs, scored seven stolen bases and a 287 batting average. Uh, Albies uh, has just, there were, he was reasonably uh, ranked at the start of the season, like considered to be one of the top second basemen. Then uh, had a bit of a slow start, but uh, he's really rounded into form uh, as well. I think one of the things to, that you'll notice as we go through the top 20 uh, hitters is that for as, as much as there are stars, guys who are expected to be up here, like Ronald Acuna Jr. and Jordan Alvarez maybe, uh, there are also players who didn't have uh, huge expectations coming into the season or might be relative surprises that they're among the top 20 hitters over a month-long, pan, month-long span. Uh, and so at number 15, we've got Joey Gallo, uh, the, the Rangers outfielder. Had nine home runs, which you come to expect from Joey Gallo. 17 RBIs, 18 runs scored, a couple of stolen bases, and a two seventy nine batting average. And, and for most players, a two seventy nine batting average is nice. But for Joey Gallo, that's a, a real uh, offensive boost because we know batting average is uh, basically his Achilles heel. Number 14, Kansas City second baseman and outfielder Whit Merrifield, uh, who has four home runs, 16 RBIs, 13 runs scored, six stolen bases, and a 343 batting average. Now, we know from Merrifield, one, that he's a, a regular in that Kansas City lineup, and uh, so he, he tends to fare well in the counting stats. Uh, but the fact that he's really uh, become a huge stolen base threat this year and uh, over the past month hitting 343, well, that, uh, that elevates his value for sure. Uh, number 13, uh, Detroit infielder Jonathan Scope, uh, who has eight home runs, 20 RBIs, 16 runs scored, a stolen base, and a 312 batting average. Uh, and Scope has been, uh, over the past few weeks, uh, one of the more uh, discussed players on here because prior to that, uh, he was just a, a kind of fringy fantasy guy who you would pick up uh, off waivers when you needed uh, middle infield help uh, for an injury or something. Uh, because he does have, you know, 20 home run power, uh, you would say, but batting average has never been a strength. He doesn't run particularly uh, well for a middle infielder. And so uh, there, there isn't generally a, a lot of fantasy appeal for Jonathan Scope, but when the home run power is uh, way up from his typical uh, home run power, and he's hitting uh, over 300 o- over a month-long span, well, uh, that uh, that changes the calculation a bit. Uh, number 12, San Diego outfielder Tommy Pham, uh, who has five home runs, 10 RBIs, 20 runs scored, has stolen six bases, and hitting 337. Uh, and Pham, uh, when he arrived in San Diego last year, you know, maybe with some, some expectations uh, and, and ran into injuries and struggled and, and really, you know, came into this season without a whole lot of expectations at all and then didn't get off to a great start, but uh, finally coming around uh, and uh, giving you sort of the best version of, of a guy who, who, who can be a 20-20 threat, but maybe even 25-25, 30-30 at, at the outside. Uh, and so that's, uh, there's some good value if, if you've got Tommy Pham. Uh, number 11, Houston second baseman Jose Altuve. Uh, and now Altuve, who spent a career uh, you know, getting on base and stealing bases and, and hitting for a great average, uh, that hasn't been what uh, has driven his value. Uh, of late. And, and in the past four weeks, we're looking at nine home runs, 19 RBIs, 23 runs scored, a couple of stolen bases, and a 250 batting average. Uh, but nine home runs uh, over a four-week span for Altuve, uh, that uh, provides a, a lot of value, at, particularly at second base, where uh, that would separate him from a, a lot of the uh, fantasy candidates. Uh, so when we come back, uh, we will look at uh, the top 10 uh, hitters over the past four weeks. 
This episode is brought to you by Green Room. Green Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Green Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about Major League Baseball. You'll find fans just like you on Green Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You can even find locked-on hosts across the NBA, Major League Baseball, and the National Hockey League. Go download the free Green Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the Major League Baseball group for the latest league updates. I know you'll find a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams and leagues. Download the Green Room app today. Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They have nine delicious flavors, plus they occasionally get limited time special flavors as well. If you don't know the flavors, standards are coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. So there's a wide variety, something for everyone. My favorites are the peanut butter brownie and salted caramel. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box from Built Bar where you get two of each of those nine flavors, sample them, decide which ones you like best, and then order more of those. Now, not only are those bars great flavors, covered in 100% chocolate, so they taste great, uh, they also are healthy and good for you. Uh, they're loaded with protein, low in calories, low in sugar, low in carbs. Um, so uh, from my perspective, I started using them when I was going to an outdoor boot camp, uh, kind of leaned into the whole thing with uh, Built Bar as part of the post-workout routine to give my muscles a protein boost, and uh, we've had some success. So go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, so checking in at number 10, we've got Oakland A's first baseman, Matt Olson, uh, who in the past four weeks, six home runs, 17 RBIs, 18 runs scored, three stolen bases, and a 348 batting average. And now the home run power is pretty standard. Olson is a reliable, consistent home run hitter. Three stolen bases in the past four weeks is a... A departure from uh, reality for Matt Olson, and the 348 batting average is a, a, a massive boost because batting average is usually the one trade-off you're making to get uh, Olson's power. Uh, number nine, Pittsburgh left fielder Brian Reynolds, uh, who a couple years ago had a really nice season and then kind of fell flat last year. Well, he's kind of <laughs> rebounded again this year, and in the past four weeks, six home runs, 20 RBIs, 14 runs scored, uh, has stolen three bases, and is hitting 372. Uh, and so, uh, just a ton of value there for, for Brian Reynolds, and it kind of gets lost sometimes because he's in Pittsburgh, but uh, should not be ignored that he has kind of bounced back uh, after a down 2020 season. Uh, number eight, Baltimore left fielder Ryan Mountcastle, uh, who's been showing off the power. He has nine home runs, 23 RBIs, 16 uh, runs scored, and a 326 batting average. And, uh, you know, for as much as Baltimore struggles, they do have a few appealing options for fantasy, and Mountcastle is one of them. Uh, number seven, Toronto Blue Jays shortstop Bo Bichette. Four home runs, 21 RBIs, 21 runs scored, five stolen bases, 327 batting average. Uh, every time we, we talk about Bichette, we're, we're just uh, marveling uh, at how uh, he, he basically fills all the stats categories uh, you could ask for. Uh, number six, Houston shortstop Carlos Correa, uh, who has managed to stay healthy, and that's really the big question for him. And uh, with the past four weeks, seven home runs, 21 RBIs, 23 runs scored, hitting 361. Uh, as I say, the, the main question for Correa is whether or not he stays healthy, because when he's healthy, uh, he tends to put up numbers. Number five, San Diego shortstop Fernando Tatis Jr., uh, who, <laughs> yes, health is an issue for Tatis Jr., because otherwise he's just destroying uh, pitching. And in the past four weeks, nine home runs, 18 RBIs, 21 runs scored, four stolen bases, a two ninety eight batting average. Uh, he can do it all, and uh, <laughs> for the most part this season, he is. Uh, number four, Baltimore center fielder Cedric Mullins. 
uh, who in the past four weeks has eight home runs, 16 RBI, 17 runs scored, five stolen bases, and is hitting 380. Uh, just outstanding value. And given that you could have got Mullins late in the draft or on, on the waiver wire early in the season, uh, he's just providing outstanding fantasy value. Uh, at number three, Toronto Blue Jays first baseman, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., uh, nine home runs, 21 RBIs, 22 runs scored, a stolen base, and hitting 360. And it sounds absurd to, to roll out those numbers and say he's the third uh, most productive hitter over the past four weeks. But that's where we are. Uh, at number two, Angels DH Shohei Otani. In the past four weeks, he has 13 home runs, 23 RBIs, 20 runs scored, four stolen bases, and a 312 batting average. And, I mean, what else is there to say about uh, Shohei Otani? He's just uh, been remarkable in in every aspect this year uh and it and it just continues that's i suppose that's even uh the better part of this is that uh, otani hasn't just done this for a few weeks or a month uh basically for you know this first half of the major league baseball season shohei otani uh has just been uh performing at a superstar level and at number one top uh hitter over the past four weeks washington left fielder kyle schwarber uh who has 16 home runs 28 RBIs, 20 runs scored, and a 283 batting average. And, uh, you know, Schwarber is a legit 30 home run hitter. That, that's not a, uh, a real surprise. Now, I mean, he, he's sitting on 25 here before we hit the midpoint of the season. So uh, he, he could be more than a 30 home run hitter this year. But uh, he's just been on an outrageous tear uh, over the past few weeks. And, and you know, uh, the fact that he's, you know, a 283 batting average may not sound like a whole lot, but it, just in the same way that uh, uh, Joey Gallo, uh, doesn't uh, you know? Doesn't typically uh, give you much in terms of batting average. Neil, neither does Kyle Schwarber. Uh, he's much more more likely to hit you two thirty. Uh, but if he's you know hitting home runs like Babe Ruth and then is also hitting two eighty on top of it, uh, you're getting a, a completely different player really uh, than what you have come to come to expect from Kyle Schwarber. All right, to the pitchers. Uh, let's look at the guys who are honorable mentions, guys who didn't quite make it in the top ten over the past four weeks. And we'll start uh, with St. Louis Cardinals veteran Adam Wainwright. Uh, who had a great season last year, uh, has struggled a bit uh, this season, uh, but he's starting to, to turn it around. Uh, and so the past month, 3-1, and one, 2.46 ERA, 0.94 whip, 35 strikeouts in 33 innings. Uh, the fact that his strikeout rate is as high as it is is kind of a real credit uh, to Wainwright that he's uh, basically becoming more dangerous uh, here late in his career. These past couple of seasons, he's uh, reversed uh, uh, what was a downward trend. Uh, Atlanta's Charlie Morton is 3-1, 2.73 ERA, 0.84 whip, 33 strikeouts in 29 and two-thirds. Uh, and Morton did not have a great 2020 regular season, but then he showed in the playoffs that uh, you know he can still do it, uh, and he has uh, been a, a very important part uh, for the Braves' rotation this year. Uh, Philadelphia's Zach Wheeler, who's emerged as the Phillies' ace. Uh, now, he's only 2-2 two and two over the past four weeks, but 1, 1.44 ERA, 1.05 whip, 38 strikeouts in 31 and a third innings. Uh, and his strikeout rate has really spiked uh, this year. Uh, he's up almost, almost five strikeouts per nine innings, higher than he was last year. Uh, so uh, that this is how Zach Wheeler uh, keeps delivering ace-caliber results. Uh, one more from the honorable mentions is San Francisco's Kevin Gosman, who uh, has spent plenty of time <laughs> ranked in the top 10. Uh, now he, he's only 2-1. and one. I suppose that's what's holding him out uh, right now is just not enough decisions. Uh, but a 1.73 ERA, 0.65 whip, 29 strikeouts in 26 innings. Uh, Gosman has been uh, one of the great values uh, for fantasy pitchers this year because th- there would have been enough appeal to take Gosman you know, late in drafts or... Um, 
as a bit of a sleeper, uh, but yeah, I mean he's he's pitching like uh, one of the top handful of pitchers in baseball uh, so far this season. Uh, so when we come back, uh, we're going to look at the top ten uh, pitchers over the past four weeks. We'll dig deep on the waiver wire uh, and grab some matchups for Wednesday and DFS value plays. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs. That includes Major League Baseball, the NBA and the NHL are deep into their playoffs, and UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams make their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Okay, we're back, so let's take a look at the top 10 pitchers uh, for fantasy over the past four weeks. And at number 10, Washington Nationals' Joe Ross, uh, who his past few seasons have not been particularly noteworthy, uh, but this season, uh, he's... You know, change change the trajectory here. And in the past four weeks, three and two record, one point seven nine ERA, zero point nine three WHIP, thirty three strikeouts in thirty two and a third innings. Uh, Ross has, uh, and he's basically had two terrible starts this year. One where he gave up ten and runs. One where he gave up eight. Otherwise, you, Joe Ross has been really good uh, in everything. Every other outing. Uh, Milwaukee's Freddie Peralta, uh, one of my favorite stories of the year because he was basically battling Josh Lindblom for the last spot uh, in the Brewers rotation. Uh, Peralta, 2-1, and 1.78 ERA, 0.79 whip, 39 strikeouts in 30 and a third innings. Uh, and that strikeout rate continues to be excellent, uh, and that's what uh, kind of is the foundation for him uh, providing these solid results and the reason that you think that, that they can continue. Uh, the man can miss bats, and, and that's a pretty important part of the role. Uh, number eight, Colorado's Herman Marquez, a uh, guy who, I mean, one, I've, I've talked many times about uh, avoiding Colorado pitchers. Uh, although Marquez, as, as the staff ace, might might have been uh, an exception. Uh, and then he was getting uh, whacked around quite a bit uh, earlier this season, so I was uh, pretty comfortable to steer clear. Uh, but Marquez now, uh, in the past four weeks, is 4-1, and 2.65 ERA, 0.79 whip, 25 strikeouts in 34 innings is not is not great, but uh, those other numbers uh, start to make Herman Marquez, Marquez more appealing. Uh, at 7, Houston's Framber Valdez. Missed the first couple of months of the season, uh, but has basically, by the time he returned to the lineup, has, uh, has not missed a beat. Uh, in the past four weeks, he's 4-1, 2.10 ERA, 0.99 whip, 31 strikeouts in 34 and a third inning. So not, a, not an overpowering strikeout rate, but uh, really, what are you complaining about with uh, four wins, uh, 2.10 ERA, and a 0.99 whip? I mean, just outstanding stuff. Uh, for six, uh, we've got Oakland's Sean Manaya, uh, who past four weeks is 3-2, and two, which is fine, but a 1.12 ERA with 0.97 whip, 34 strikeouts and 32 innings. I mean, that that's all ace caliber uh, stuff, and, and Manaya has been uh, pretty consistent uh, for Oakland this year. And number five, we grab a reliever, uh, and it's Washington's Brad Hand, uh, who is kind of a gift when, uh, when Cleveland uh, did not uh, bring him back, and so Washington happily scoops up a uh, a primetime closer, and in the past four weeks, Hand is 2-0, and has 10 saves, 1.17 ERA, 0.72 whip, 14 strikeouts in 15 and a third innings. I mean, the, the strikeout numbers aren't aren't great, but who cares? Uh, we're talking uh, an elite closer who's given you results. Uh, number four, hey, Shohei Otani, nice to see you here. Uh, 2-0, 2.35 ERA, 1.09 whip, 32 strikeouts in 23 innings. I mean, that's 
that's silly. Uh, and so uh, Otani is just you know dominating at both uh, both aspects, which is basically un- unheard of uh, in in my lifetime anyway. Uh, number three, San Francisco's Anthony DiScalfani, uh, who had had a disastrous 2020 season in, in a season in which I uh, I had kind of touted him as a bit of a breakthrough candidate. Well, you know maybe a, a delayed reaction here, but uh, DiScalfani has been great. Uh, for San Francisco in the past four weeks, four and one, 1.69 ERA, 0.78 WHIP, 32 strikeouts in 32 innings. Uh, maybe, maybe some of his results are are unsustainable uh, to to the degree that Di Scalfani has been successful, and, and that's fine. But uh, he's been you know, massive value for whoever got in uh, and scooped him up on waivers uh, because his 2020 season was so terrible. Uh, hardly anyone was taking him in drafts. Uh, number two, the Dodgers Walker Bueller who suffered a rare loss, but uh, in the past four weeks, uh, Bueller's 4-1, got a 2.23 RA, 0.96 whip, 32 strikeouts in 32 and a third innings. Uh, not much to complain about. Uh, and then the number one, wow, it's Jacob deGrom. You would never guess. Uh, the past four weeks, he's 3-0, 0.67 RA, 0.44 whip, 40 strikeouts in 27 innings. Uh, it's just been insane uh, what Jacob deGrom has been able to do uh, for the Mets this season, uh, and he continues to get ranked uh, number one every, every uh, segment uh, that I put together. Uh, and so when we come back, uh, we'll dig deep on the waiver wire uh, and then some matchups and DFS value plays for Wednesday. Now, every episode I offer up one player that is rostered in 10% or fewer of Yahoo leagues, uh, and maybe you need to race out to the waiver wire to get them, or maybe you can uh, you know, take your chances and, and wait to, for the time to be right to, to pounce on them. Uh, today, we're going with New York Mets starting pitcher David Peterson, who got off to a terrible start this year. But his underlying numbers have suggested that you know maybe he wasn't quite as bad uh, as those results have uh, suggested, and uh, the results have started to move in Peterson's favor. Uh, in his past three starts, he's a 1.08 ERA, 0.78 whip, 14 strikeouts in 16 and two-thirds innings. He Now, on the season, he has a 4.95 ERA, 1.32 whip, and 9.5 strikeouts per nine. Those numbers are improving, uh, and, the, and the higher strikeout rate is the one reason to be uh, particularly uh, encouraged uh, that Peterson might be able to give you, say, a strong second half. He's also rostered just 9% of Yahoo leagues. Now, Wednesday's schedule, uh, there are a lot of lopsided games. Uh, if you're if you're uh, somebody who is interested in parlays and and you know maybe maybe you want to try some of the heavy favorites parlay together, uh, but uh, of the games that are sort of uh, more in my wheelhouse, I'm looking at Washington with John Lester plus 112 uh, going against Tampa Bay with Michael Walk on the mound. Now Tampa Bay is obviously a strong opposition and Lester is not great, uh, but Washington's been playing really well. Uh, Walk is not a, has not been terribly effective uh, for the Rays, uh, and so getting Lester as a home underdog. Uh, not the not the worst value on the board. Uh, now let's uh, thanks to BetOnline.ag for those odds. Let's grab a few DFS value plays uh, for Wednesday, and we'll start with Boston pitcher Martin Perez, sixty five hundred dollars going against Kansas City. Perez has been surprisingly effective uh, this year, and so at that price, uh, he's you know a lot cheaper than uh, the aces who are out there. Uh, and going against a Kansas City lineup that is you know mediocre uh, gives Perez a chance. Uh, Seattle catcher Luis Torres, uh, who's only $2,300 going against Toronto. Uh, Steven Matz was scheduled to start, but he might not be able to uh, to go. But Torres, if he plays, we're talking seven home runs in 38 games. The batting average isn't great. Uh, but if he gives you anything at $2,300, there's value. Uh, Boston first baseman Bobby Dahlbeck is $3,100 going against Kansas City with Mike Miner on the mound. Uh, Dahlbeck's another one who, very inexpensive, but he does have some power. And if, if he uh, catches up with Miner, uh, that's enough. Uh, Baltimore first baseman and outfielder Ryan Mountcastle is $3,900. Now, 
tough matchup. He's at Houston uh, with Luis Garcia on the mound, and Garcia's been really good. But Mount Castle, as, as we mentioned, I mean, he's one of the you know, top 10 hitters uh, over the past month in fantasy. Uh, we're not going to shy away from a matchup when you can get him at that price. Uh, Miami second baseman Jazz Chisholm is $3,500 at Philadelphia uh, with Aaron Nola on the mound. Uh, Nola's been mediocre uh, for his expectations uh, for Philadelphia, and so uh, Chisholm there at 3500 might might give you some value. Uh, Houston third baseman Abraham Toro is $3,500 at Baltimore with Matt Harvey on the mound. Now Toro uh, getting a chance to play uh, with Alex Bregman hurt. Uh, with uh, with Harvey on the mound, uh, that's you, you kind of load up as many Houston Astros as you can, and Toro at a reasonable price is worthwhile. Uh, and Baltimore outfielder Cedric Mullins, as I mentioned, one of the top five uh, fantasy uh, hitters over the past month. He's $4,100 at Houston with Luis Garcia. Uh, again, uh, Mullins and Mountcastle, they have a tough matchup, but uh, th- they're not guys you should be shying away from if you can get them at a discount price. Uh, that will do it for today. Enjoy the games. Be back tomorrow when we do some buy low and sell high. Also check out the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast. The Stanley Cup final uh, continues. Uh, and check out all these podcasts on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis.